I have no idea how you found this show, but I'm glad that you did. Hey, I'm John Hicks. Join me and my band of crazies today on the Retirement Solution Podcast. Here with John Hicks, I'm Jennifer Perry. This is a retirement podcast, yes, but it's not like any other financial show that you're listening to. So if you like us, subscribe to the podcast and leave us a five-star review. Let us know what you think. You can always weigh in with your questions too at retirementsolutionradio.com. And let's jump into those questions this Ooh, week, John. Jumping uh, right in. We got an interesting one after the show last week. A nice yeah. gentleman left us a voicemail. First of all, he's he's a little irritated with you that we haven't addressed what? one particular topic. So uh, let's listen oh. to this, okay? Okay. Yes. You know, I listen to your show on, on Sunday morning, and it uses the same garbage, you know, all the time. And I called in one other time on this one. Why don't you people address a real problem? And that's called divorce. I went through a divorce, and I lost not 1%, 2%, 5%. I lost about 70% of my wealth. So why don't you address that issue that, you know, this whole thing about divorce, before you get married, this whole divorce thing, because you're not losing 2% or, you know, 1.5%. You're losing everything. I mean, to me, the elephant in the room, and you people just refuse to even acknowledge that it's there. Okay, I put a word in. Hopefully, I park something in your brain. Bye. Well, I tell you what, that actually did park something really big in the back of my mind. <laughs> kind of like a 1978 Winnebago when the crapper was full parked right in my front yard. <laughs> Just like Eddie Griswold in a Christmas Vacation. No, but for real, no, I think that this is one of those things that I, I, I don't know that we talk about very often. So, Jennifer, I think we should address this. Yeah. Yeah, We're so, happy I mean, to, actually. It's, it's, yeah. it's super important, actually, mm-hmm. because we've seen the statistics and how many people, unfortunately, you know, their, their lives don't work out the way we hope, not right. the way that we envisioned in the front end. So everyone could be potentially going through this perfect retirement voyage, and then all of a sudden, boom, it capsizes. And that could be a divorce situation. And or it could be someone that gets sick, and then someone else has to take care of them. For that period of time, life happens, right? Yeah, it does. It does, and 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 I I always I don't really laugh so much that I do grin in the fact that life is what happens in between all of the planning, and so that's why we have to have a plan to know where we were before and what we have to correct if something were like this to happen. So let's talk about divorce for a minute. Number one, it's a little bit different if we get a divorce when we're early on in life. You sure. know, if we're in our 30s and 40s, guys, there's nothing fun about that. You got to raise kids. You got to try to figure out, you know, how you're going to find another, you know, soulmate or, or, or the right soulmate or frankly, just someone that can help you do the day to day, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a big deal when you're younger. But guys, when we get older, when we are in our late 50s, 60s, and I have to say, unfortunately, sometimes even our early 70s, mm. And we realize, wow, the, you know, this may not be my person and or I'm not being treated right. Yeah. And or this is not the way that I thought it was going to be. And I know years ago I used to talk and say, listen, had I know it was going to be like this, I could have married Bobby Barolo and at least had a trailer in Jacksonville. <laughs> so I'm out of here. <laughs> and so I think I have covered this subject matter before when I think about yeah. uh, that little clip there. But the idea, though, is. Why does it hurt so much later in life? And guys, let's go through this. This is very important. If we go through a divorce later in life, a few things are probably going to change. Number one, if you don't have a pension, you have to then divide your assets, which means income, to probably very difficult levels. Even if your house is paid off, two people in the United States can live 
almost as cheaply as one person. So if you find yourselves used to having cohabitation where you have a joint home, even if you have two cars, people eat about the same amount. It's a, it's so weird how it works out. Jennifer, maybe you can alliterate on this, but uh-huh. I know what I spend on a weekly basis for a family of four. Mm-hmm. But if it was just me and my wife, we would probably spend close to the same amount of money. And as a single woman myself, John, I mean, I have to buy the same amount of ingredients to make there the same you. things you're cooking for your family. There we go. And I end up throwing away, you know, a good portion of the leftovers. So it's, Th- yeah. That's exactly yeah. it. So when you're looking at a divorce later in life, the income strategy gets really tough because that means that two people have to live separate lives, which means separate shelter, separate insurances, separate everything, and that causes a different strain. So because of that, you got to be prepared. You have to understand whatever money you think you might have. And this gentleman said he lost 70%. Now that is tough. All I have to say about that is he got the wrong Morgan attorney. (laughs) Uh, I know it's Morgan, 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 Morgan. He got the wrong one. It sounds like his wife got the right Morgan. So when you're going through the situation, don't take it lightly. The income in the situation is the outcome. Because if you have a million dollars and you only end up with 500,000 or 400,000 guys, unfortunately, that's just the tip of the iceberg. So I'm going to get down to the second issue. The second issue here is that when you're no longer filing married jointly, and now we're filing as a single filer, guys, the tax code's pretty ugly. It treats single people like lepers. Mm-hmm. Jennifer, do you agree with yes, that? Yes, yes. what I mean? I feel it every single April, yes. It is unreal. But basically, there is a marital, I don't know, I'm going to call it a, a bonus when it comes to the tax code. The fact that individuals that have single filing taxes... It is just prohibitive. It stinks. And I have in many situations looked at a couple or, and, and they weren't married. And I would look at each of them individually and just say, hey, are you ever thinking about tying the knot? Because if you really think that's a possibility, you're going to save tens of thousands of dollars in taxes. Now, I'm not telling you that's an incentive, <laughs> yeah. but it's kind of an incentive if you're going to spend the rest of your life with this person anyway, it's right? It's crossed my mind, too. Yeah, I get um, it. I get it, John. See, I, it's, it's a real, it's, I mean, hey, listen, my job, my job is a fiduciary finance guy. I'm just trying to find within the letter of the law, what can we do to be in the optimum place for what we want to do, what we want to accomplish. So if that means, hey, we just say some words and we get a piece of paper and put a ring on a finger and then all of a sudden you save tens of thousands of dollars. Sorry, guys, I think it's a win win. Now, when it goes the other direction, though, that's where it gets weird, because not only does this gentleman might potentially lose 70 percent of the wealth. Now he's going to have a tougher time because of that exclusionary tax code that's going to beat him up for not having that spouse to be married falling jointly with. Mm -hmm. So that's a secondary thing, right? Number three, and I didn't say it correctly in the front end, but when I said getting the right or the wrong Morgan, what I meant is the attorney. Getting the right or wrong attorney. Ladies, let me just go ahead and tell you this right now. And guys, don't think I'm talking ill of you. Ladies, I want you to go get a really good attorney. And here's the reason why. Unfortunately, so many of these wonderful women out there that I've had the chance to meet, you have left a lot of the finances up to that man in your life. And if you're going to be in a point where they're no longer in your life, you need someone to look after that piece of the puzzle. Now, I'm not saying entrust them with everything and let them make all decisions. Right. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is you need a proper attorney and a proper fiduciary advisor so that you know that you're getting your quote unquote 
fair share. By the way, gentlemen, notice this has nothing to do with you doing anything right or wrong or up or down. This just means that often, you know, many times we've been, you know, a, a primary breadwinner and we do more of the financial stuff in the household. And there's nothing wrong with that. At the same time, though, ladies, in your situations, you've been raising kids. You've been getting them to school. You've been fixing all the lunches. You've been doing all these things. And I know that every situation is a little bit different. So ladies, just understand, I want you to take care of yourself. See, this is why my wife founded our Hervest division of our company, where she only handles and deals with strong women. Her whole idea, she wants to develop and design lifestyle goals for strong women. But that means that we have to be accountable. We have to be responsible for those finances. So ladies, if you find yourself in a situation where your whole world might be shifting here soon, or it's in the process, or you're fearful that that could happen, please let my team know, get someone on your side for you. And it's not always just the attorney that's on your side. Right, yeah. The finance guy is often the one that tells the attorney what is right and wrong. <laughs> I just, I wanna make sure you're aware of that. that yeah. We deal with the situation in my office, unfortunately, much too often where we're telling the attorneys, no, 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 it doesn't work like that, it works like this. Mm. So we need to make sure we get that correct. And here's the last piece of the puzzle, Jennifer. Here's the last one when it comes to this divorce thing. Social Security. So I have talked to so many folks and what people are unaware of is the amount of time they've been married can actually affect how they can claim their Social Security. What? Okay. Uh, it's, it's crazy. But basically, I guess the government has put a time clause on being able to get Social Security from a former uh, spouse. So it happens to be 10 years. 10 years. Okay. So if you are having, and, and, and I'm going to have to draw some levity to this because this is a tough subject, but I'm going to do it. So if you ladies, if you're out there going, I tell you what, I should have married Bobby Barolo too. Jacksonville is so much warmer than it is here right now. <laughs> and it's about eight and a half years or nine years. I just need you to wait. I just need you to wait for a few more slight months. I need to wait to 10 years. Okay. Because if you've been married for 10 years in your relationship, you have a different entitlement to your spouse's social security income. <gasps> yes, and they get no say in it. So if you want to stick it to Ted or Joe <laughs> Billy, then that's what you do. You say you get yourself a good fiduciary, you get the right Morgan, and you understand, hey, I'm going in here with guns blazing. I'm not going to take anything that doesn't belong to me, but darn it, I'm going to get what I'm entitled to so we can rebuild, right? Yeah. Guys, please reach out. Let us be a resource for you because we don't have to be cynical. And by the way, this show isn't always garbage. <laughs> but the idea is we don't have to be cynical. We can do things correctly. But I tell you what, if you're just griping about other people's problems, chances are you weren't responsible in the first place. Right. And so here's what I'd say. Get it together, get it right, and get to a better part of your life. And that's the thing about this show, John. I will take issue with our caller here. We do not <gasps> shy away from any issue. I mean, Bring that's the on. same at the office, too. As fiduciary advisors, you talk about these real-life things. Bring it on. I've talked about. I have talked to my clients about having their kids doing drugs, and they want to cut them out of the will. I've talked wow. to people who said, my family is so irresponsible, I'm not leaving my company to them. I've talked to people that said, I know that I have a spouse that's cheating on me, and I want to do the right thing, but this is going to destroy my family, and we have have to find the ways through it. So when I, I, I've always laughed about this on the show, but I've honestly said, I am almost more of a marriage counselor and or just someone to get the stress off by venting through it, who's not gonna give you any judgment 
all I'm thinking about is how do we steer through this situation so that it doesn't capsize our boat? Yeah. That's all we're doing. And it's just part of life, guys. The thing of it is, is that we can hide behind it or pretend like it didn't happen. And I don't think that fixes the problem. If we attack it head on, we think about it methodically and just try to figure out. We don't want to hurt anyone else. We just want to find the best way for everyone to get to a better point in their life. Like what you hear? Be sure to hit the subscribe button. And thanks for listening to The Retirement Solution with John Hicks. The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or any specific security. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. J. Hagen Capital is a registered investment advisor. To find out if John Hicks is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. J. Hagen Capital Incorporated is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal advice. Annuity guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance products and annuities offered through John Hicks. Kentucky Insurance License Number 9988. 